Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have with me today Rochelle Weitzner, who is the founder of Pause Well Aging Skincare. And I'm super excited about this episode because this is a very, very unique line. So welcome to the show, Rochelle. Thank you so much for making the time. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. It's wonderful having you. I would love to start off by you telling us just the the beginning journey and um, walking us through what it took to really get this line off the ground. I mean, it's truly, truly unique and uh, beautiful concept. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a fun story, actually. So my background is I come from the industry and I was the CEO of Erno Laszlo, the 94-year-old skincare company. And before that, I was the CFO of Laura Mercier and Revive Skincare. Wow. I say all this really just to say I knew the industry, right? I knew and specifically who we were speaking to as an industry, but more importantly, who we were not speaking to. And so fast forward a little bit to when I I left Erno Laszlo, when the company was sold to to a new owner. And I was thinking about what did I want to do next? And while I was (laughs) kind of having that reflection, I ended up experiencing my first hot flash. Now, in that moment, you know, the first thing that I thought of was, am I sick? What's what's happening? I'm on fire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like dying and didn't really know what was going on. Did I have a fever? And then I started thinking, wait a minute, um, I'm 48. I was 48 at the time. And holy crap, I think I am old enough for this to be (laughs) a hot flash. And okay, I think a lot of things are about to change and I'm not ready for any of it. And I don't know what to expect. Right. right. I, I do know that, you know, being a little bit vain, like I am, if I want the products to help me get through this life stage and changes that are going to be happening, then I'm going to need to create them myself because there was nothing out there. I mean, as shocking as it sounds, this was white space in the beauty industry. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I, you know, I make a joke and I say that pause was born in a flash, a hot flash. And that's (laughs) really what happened and so I love that I really love that it's very right. very uh, it's clever <laughs> I mean but it's like so authentic because that is what happened I mean if I really told you the detailed story I was in the car at the time I was driving to the beach my wife was with me and yeah. as soon as we got to the beach I started writing the business plan right then and there and wow. the, the concept for the pause complex was developed and we created a our fascia stimulating tool on the beach that day. So it was, it was quite a day. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like it. When the idea knocks though, you know, I I get it. I mean, I want to know more about the actual, um, you know, obviously you were going through all of these changes, but did you at the time consult like a doctor and a dermatologist or, or did you just realize like, you know, this is what's happening to me and um, kind of go with your own uh, education on the, on the subject. So um, yeah. (laughs) So basically from from that day on the beach, from the flash to launch was two years. And it was two years of intense research, intense discussions with many people in the medical field, but then also my 
my wife, who I've mentioned, is a doctor of physical therapy. Um, oh, lovely. She's a tissue and mobility specialist. And so we spent a lot of time thinking about skin health and wellness from both the outside in with our topical yeah. products, but then also from the inside out with our fascia stimulating tools. So we really wanted to get this, you know, complete 360 degree holistic approach of looking at, at wellness. Right. Uh, but, you know, lots of research studies and papers and a lot of um, research around what are the physiological skin changes that come with menopause? What are some right. other experiences that come with menopause? So, you know, the first things that I learned were as estrogen starts to fluctuate, there really are changes. And those changes are we start to lose collagen. We lose yeah. elasticity. We become incredibly dry and we lose radiance. So those are really the, the things that we wanted to formulate our products for. We, I knew that I didn't want to create a line that was going to try to satisfy everyone. This is very specific to women who are dealing with, um, you know, hormonal fluctuations and ultimately the three stages of menopause. Right. You know, of course, there are different ways that we go, we get into menopause as well. There's obviously this sort of natural menopause that tends to be um, based on age, right? And, and we talk about right. averages there. So on average, perimenopause, this is that first stage where we tend to have the most experiences, if you will, the hot flashes, <laughs> the, the weight gain, those are the things we know about menopause, but then the skin changes, we, act, we could develop uh, perimenopausal acne. So you're crazy yeah. dry, but also with acne, you know, just unbelievable. So, but the other way is, and, and so I think I said, on average, this is about age 45, when this tends to start. Perimenopause lasts about seven to 12 years. Yeah. Menopause itself, believe it or not, is one day in your life. It's yeah. that one day you've gone 12 full months without having a period. And then the very next day you're postmenopausal for the rest of your life. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So once we yeah. get in it, we don't get out of it ever. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. Happen. And it's like, a, it's a cycle. It's like a complete change in your body. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I haven't gone through it myself, but I'm definitely not looking forward to it. <laughs> so I'm not well, and that's the thing too, is like, well, I wanted to really help take some of the fear out of it because without there being any sort of information, all we know are the things that are out there that people talk about hot flashes and weight gain. Those two things sound pretty miserable. I wouldn't want to go through that either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but by it's the way, I love your, I love your mist because you, it, everyone listening out there, there's actually a mist in the product line. That's absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I love that, but yeah, please continue. No, no. I mean, I'm, I love that you brought that up because that was something where it was like, okay, if, if the line was born in a hot flash, we obviously needed to create something to help address that pain point. And that's really what we're about as a line. It's addressing the pain points that come with the three stages of menopause. And so we happen yeah. to be in skincare today, um, but there's lots of pain points. And so you'll see us over time you know, crossing into some different verticals and different areas that maybe women have these, these painful <laughs> type yeah. experiences that, that maybe we can help out. 
Well, I love that, Rochelle. And honestly, um, I want to commend you for even starting this project because first of all, you know, um, having been trained in allopathic medicine, I know how hard it is to get treatment options for women going through menopause. It's not an easy thing to treat. It's definitely nothing that we can easily, you know, alleviate. So when I first heard about your line, I was so so intrigued because this is a perfect example of how skincare really does fit into the overall well-being aspect, right? Of like of our women's health. And um, I want to talk to you a little bit about that because I can't imagine the industry being very open-minded to this brand new concept and this brand new line. So can you tell us about the experience of just, you know, how you started and um, some of the hurdles or challenges that you faced um, while you were creating it? Yeah, I definitely was a bit naive, I have to say. I mean, I figured, okay, I know the industry. I know how to, how to run beauty companies. I know a lot about the little quirks and nuances. And so I felt like the most difficult thing that I was going to experience was fundraising. How yeah. do I convince an investor that <laughs> investing in menopause can be sexy and lucrative? Right. Right. <laughs> Um, and so thankfully I was able to do that. I mean, that we could do a podcast probably alone, just on <laughs> fundraising and the experiences that I had and, you know, ending up in, in some things like, you know, I remember when all the Harvey Weinstein stuff came out and thinking, yeah. how do these women get themselves into this situation? Don't they know when they're <laughs> agreeing to meet with him in his hotel room, what that what that means. And then I found myself in a position where I'm raising money. I'm meeting with a billionaire and he wants to meet in his apartment and I think nothing of it. And I get there (laughs) and he's in his bathrobe. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Right. So what a greeting. (laughs) Exactly. So like I said, I don't want to digress too much, but I mean, it has been quite a journey for sure. Well, I, you know, good on you though. You were persistent. I love that. <laughs> that I was, that I was, I probably pitched 200 times before I found my right investor. And, and I did, I found an amazing, amazing, he's more than an investor. He's a partner. Um, and so we got the company launched. Um, and so I thought, okay, that's now it's going to be the easy part. I know how to formulate products. I know exactly what I want to do got the formulation underway, worked with, you know, fantastic chemists and labs, and we got our production. And then now it's a matter of speaking to the retailers. Right. Well, my very first conversation was with QVC. I drove myself to Westchester, Pennsylvania. Um, (sighs) This was obviously pre-pandemic. We were doing lots of meetings still. Right. And I sat down with the team there. Um, you know, thankfully they had agreed to meet with me. I explained the concept. And at this point, I just had prototypes. I didn't even have finished formulas. I didn't have final branding prototypes, but we yeah. talked through it. They were very excited. They loved this idea because there was nothing like it. I mean, we literally created this category in beauty. Prior yeah. to that, there was nobody. And so, you know, and also knowing the demographic of their viewer base, it seemed like it would make a lot of sense. Right, right. No, that that, that does make sense. And I I always find it intriguing when there's truly a white space that is filled in the beauty industry. I mean, you know, it's very rare 
for me to come across brands that I feel like, I mean, you know, everyone thinks they're filling a white space and, and to some degree, yeah, you know, they are, but your, your journey and your, your brand really is. I mean, this was a gaping hole, obviously. In the Dude, right? it was like, I couldn't even believe it. I mean, when the idea first hit me in that flash, I thought there's no way this has to have been done before. This yeah. can't be white space, but sure, sure enough. So with QVC, as we continued conversations and their lawyers got involved, we ran yeah. into a situation where they said, you know, menopause is a medical condition and we can't talk about it on television. So we're going to have to stop our conversations. Oh, wow. And it was like, wait a minute. Menopause is a life stage. It's just yeah. like puberty, right? I mean, right. It's, yeah. It's no different. And but it's a medical condition. I mean, 71,000 women globally enter menopause every single day. Are you telling me these 71,000 women every day are all suffering from a medical condition? It's not possible. But you know what? Here's my thing, Rochelle. So is acne. Acne is a medical condition. So what does that even mean? I would have been so livid when I heard that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it really is, is crazy. Um, so, you know, I was blocked and, um, I even had my lawyers put together a white paper talking about how the National Institute of Health and the FDA view menopause as a life stage and especially not a medical condition, but it didn't matter. And, you know, we went, it ended up where we faced similar, similar, uh, roadblocks with Google. Google has the same kind of thing where you can't do any remarketing Hmm. um, to consumers because we're talking about menopause, which again, we seem to violate their standards there. So all of these things, you know, is going to take a lot of lobbying yeah, um, and a lot of hard work to get past this. And so well, this is a this is a wonderful first step, though. What you're doing, I mean, you know, this really bothers me because, and I don't mean to rant here, but this is you know, women's health is something that obviously I'm very passionate about. I think all of us are, you know, and for me, it's always been interesting how there are these unnecessary hurdles in the way that are completely irrelevant. You know, it's like yeah. health is health, and women already are so you know. Uh, reserved when it comes to talking about our health and our, and our wellness. So when you are creating these additional roadblocks for us, it becomes even more taboo to speak about it. Exactly. And there's no question that, you know, many of these new companies that are focused on period care right now, you know, for younger women yeah. are yeah. experiencing these exact same roadblocks. And it's just incredibly frustrating. Right. But, you know, we're going to get through it. And and we are, we're, we're thriving despite <laughs> the roadblocks that are thrown up in our way. So yeah. we decided let's launch direct to consumer. Let's launch on our website. Um, and let's also, you know, launch on, on Amazon, just kind of knowing a replenishment model and, and how women, if, if they're anything like me and I'm creating this brand for me and women like me, they're yeah. probably having packages arrive from Amazon every day. <laughs> so right. what a great place to, to replenish. And since then, now we have launched with Nordstrom. Nordstrom was honestly a dream partner for us. Yeah. They truly get it. And they understand that this is a brand new category in beauty. This is something that hasn't been talked about before. I mean, menopause and beauty just don't go together, but I want them to go together. I'm actually calling this category. Me too. Me too. I, yes, 100%. Yeah. 
100% because you know what beauty is more than just vanity it's a lot more I mean you know I remember I had this conversation with somebody else and I feel like you totally understand what I mean for me beauty has always been this like safe space you know what I mean and that's that's where I get really lost um, with a lot of the hurdles because if women don't feel safe to talk about something as normal and casual and everyday like menopause how are we ever supposed to talk about other things that are even more you know what I mean harder to speak about yeah that makes no sense to me I I'm with you so you know yeah. as a brand we are all about breaking down the taboo associated yeah. with menopause and the other thing was I trademarked the term well-aging I hate anti-aging and I bet you yes <laughs> Yes, I have a mutual hate for anti-aging as well. <laughs> it's, it's just so negative, right? It sounds like yeah. we should be against aging. And no, we are about well-aging. Aging well the way we want to and on our terms. And what I mean by that is if we want to use tools to help us along the way, and a tool could be products, a yeah. tool could be Botox, a tool could be plastic surgery, so be it. That is our definition of well-aging. If to you, it means we don't do anything. We let the lines and wrinkles come because we've earned them. We embrace them. That's fine too. That is your definition of well-aging. Right, right. I love that. And, you know, I want to actually dive in a little bit more into your product um, line and, and talk about um, all of the big um, you, you, the products that you really started off with, you know, when you were first coming up with, you know, these are my initial, um, you know, things I want to put out there. What were the first products that you formulated? Yeah. So when we launched, we launched with three products to start. Okay. Um, we had our hot flash cooling mist, which is so interesting because we're actually in the process of changing the name to just cooling mist. Because one. Of no, the don't do that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Yeah. One of the things we discovered is this has become, well, there's two reasons. One is, as we've gone internationally, yeah. hot flash isn't the same everywhere in the world. It's hot oh, flushes. that's a great point. Yeah. Right. So this idea of cooling mist is what's really important. And the other thing is we find a lot of men are using this product because if you think about it, it's strong enough to cool down a, yeah a hot flash yeah. to give you relief from that. It's definitely going to cool you down on a hot day or post-workout. Yes. This product is different from other products. It's not a facial mist. You yeah. want to use it on the back of your neck, two yeah. sprays to the back of the neck. You could spray pulse points and then the neck and chest area are really great as well. It cools you down for an hour, which... Yeah. I mean, it's kind of amazing, right? So it's more than amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Some interesting ingredients. We use a false daisy extract, which is a plant that's common in Korea, um, a holy basil leaf extract. And then um, there's a menthol derivative in it as well. But it's unlike other products that are out there because this cooling sensation just keeps continuing. That, that's so interesting, the ingredients you just listed for me, because I know um, there's a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of this too, as people scrutinize a lot of like, you know, I guess exotic ingredients. I hate that word, but you know, you know what yeah. I'm trying to say. And um, I 
find that, you know, it, it's definitely a double-edged sword where it's like, you know, if you use things correctly, they can have an immense impact in terms of, you know, just the product and the formulation. So when you were, you know, how did you discover these ingredients? Did you um, consult a chemist or were there things that you're just interested in um, naturally? Yeah. I worked very, very closely with a chemist and okay. it was me, you know, working with her saying, okay, this is what I want to achieve. Yeah. in terms of the efficacy, because that's the thing. This is not a line that's a marketing-based line, right? You know, there, there are a lot of products out there that maybe say something and it's a marketing story, but when it comes down to the efficacy, that's not there. For us yeah. and for me, being at this life stage, we're kind of old enough to say, we don't give a crap about the marketing story. Does it work? Does it deliver the results? Right. And so together, you know, and the other thing that we did was we created our, our clean standard. So we made up a pause clean standard because as you know, there isn't regulation as to what is clean. We all maybe say we're clean, but what does that really mean? So we created our standard of these are all the things that we're free from. And I knew I wanted us to be vegan, to be gluten-free, to be non-GMO and Leaping Bunny certified. Those were all super important things as well as hormone-free. And I right. say that because, you know, soy is, is um, a plant-based estrogen, right? A lot of women who <clears throat> have entered menopause maybe surgically or through having cancer treatments, um, you, when you do that, you can't typically have any sort of soy or added hormones in, in yeah. your diet, in your products, in anything. And so it was really important for me that these women also could be able to, to benefit from our products, no matter how they got into menopause. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So all that being said, you know, it was a lot of very close work with a chemist to, to come up with the, the exact products that work the way we wanted, millions and millions of submissions, you know, where I would review different products because that's the other thing is we never start, the way that we formulate our products is completely formulated from scratch. We don't wow. start with a base or, you know, some, some manufacturers might pull something off a shelf and say, okay, we have this, you could start here and then sprinkle in a few ingredients and call it your product. That's not how we formulate. We formulate from, from scratch. I love that. I really love that you're, you know, you stay true to your brand and you're creating something from scratch because I think a lot of people love to copy. They love to like, you know, um, create something as a dupe and that's just not something that works. You know, you need to fill a space. So I really, really like that you explain that. That's right. And, you know, it probably, it definitely takes us a bit longer <laughs> to come out with products. Yeah, I bet. Long process, but you could be sure when we introduce a product, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And it's going to fit a need that we have identified out there. Um, so the second product is part of the initial launch was a co our collagen boosting moisturizer. And something that you'll hear as a common theme through the line is this need for collagen. Um, yeah, and that definitely decreases with age. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Cause what happens is so let, let's get sciency just for a minute, right? Oh, I love that. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fascia is the connective tissue that runs throughout our body. We can think about it as our soft skeleton. Yeah. Within the fascia live the cells that are called fibroblasts. And these fibroblasts are what are responsible for producing collagen and elastin. 
Well, from age zero to 20, the fibroblasts are actively working away, producing collagen. From age 20 to 40, collagen production starts to slow down and it decreases a few percent per year. By the time we're in our 40s, there's almost no new collagen being produced. It's right. like those, those fibroblasts go dormant, but they're still there. And so what we seek to do is to stimulate those fibroblasts, to wake them up and have them resume collagen production. And so we do this in two ways. One is topically through our collagen boosting moisturizer, but then the other way is through our third product that we introduce at the same time, which is our fascist stimulating tool. And right. if you look at the tool, the tool is unique because it's, first of all, it's an FDA registered class one medical device. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, it was good. It was designed by my wife and myself. And remember, she's the, the tissue and mobility specialist. And she uses tools like this in her practice of physical therapy to treat elite athletes and people um, who are looking to improve tissue quality. And so we said, well, let's apply that science to the face and create this tool, which is really designed based on the contours of the face. We patented the tool and what's very unique about it is it's beveled edge. And the beveled oh, wow. edge of this tool allows us to use a very light pressure in making these up and down strokes in the different regions of our face, then followed by short, quick, up and down strokes, and then turn the tool 90 degrees and go side to side. So you're making little plus signs in the different regions of the face. And what all of that is doing is we're creating something called shear. And shear is what scientific studies have concluded is what stimulates the fibroblasts and allows them to resume collagen production. This is amazing. I had no idea about any of this. Like, I mean, I do know about fibroblasts and like growth factors and stuff, but this is truly enlightening for me. That's why I'm so quiet. I'm That's listening awesome. to you just explain everything and I love it. It's awesome. And if you were to look on our website too, we made a, an animated science video because it's it a little complicated, you know, and if it's not something that you follow every day, but we, we, we made it fun so that people could understand the science behind this. But what's great is you only need to use this five minutes a day um, in order to get that fibroblast activation. And then ultimately we're gonna improve vascularity, blood flow, um, the skin will have a much healthier glow to it and, and the underlying tissue health and quality will improve as well as this blood flow um, is improved. The one thing that's interesting is, you know, if you've ever gotten a knot in your back, well, that knot is a fascial adhesion. It's where layers of fascia are stuck together and the blood and fluids can't flow freely through that area. So we need to break up that knot, right? Right, right. The same thing happens in your face, but you don't hear people walking around saying, I have a knot in my face, right? that just no absolutely right exactly it doesn't manifest that way but a way it does manifest is if you see people that have gray dull ashy looking skin that could indicate a fascial adhesion in the face the blood and fluids aren't flowing the way they should and that's why you're getting that that grayness 
So again, using this tool, we're breaking up any of those fascial adhesions, but very gently. You know, when I say using light pressure, if you think of, of pressure, how hard you're pushing the tool against your face, a zero would be nothing, 10 would be extreme. We wanna use a level one or two. So it's very enjoyable. At 20, let's say, we are, our bodies are actively producing new collagen. Right. From 20 to 40, the fibro, fibroblasts start to slow down a bit. They get a little tired. The amount of new collagen being produced is slower each year. And when we hit our 40s, there's almost no new collagen being produced. And so I like to say that the, the fibroblasts have gone to sleep. They, they become dormant, but they're right. still there. They're still there within the fibroblasts. They just need a little bit of a kick or a jump start to start them back Well, I up. think that that's the interesting part about um, the skin is that the regenerative capacity of skin cells is, is, is very, very interesting. And it's, you know, it, it's very high. So that is something that I find to be very interesting in all of, you know, dermatology and skincare and all that to really utilize the power of that. So I love what you're saying. You know, I love that you're, you're really getting down to that because it, it really is about utilizing what's already there, you know, and working in our 100%. bodies. That's, yeah. that's exactly right. And, yeah. and we even go a step further to say, okay, we know through scientific studies, because remember we did this in conjunction with a doctor and right. in looking at studies that had been performed and are out there in the scientific literature, we know if we can produce something called shear. Now, shear is when you move layers of fascia across each other. Yeah. That's what's needed to generate, um, to, to be able to stimulate. So yeah, it's like shear stress. Stimulation, right, yeah. Yeah. for those fibroblasts to wake them up. And so our tool was, and, and the tool is patented as well. And part of what's so interesting is it's beveled edge. And the beveled edge allows you to use a very minimal pressure. So you don't have to dig deep, right? Yeah. To get results. If you think of pressure from zero being nothing and 10 being extreme, you want to use a, a pressure level of about a one to two. So it's very comfortable. And we're basically doing up and down strokes across the different regions of the face to create this shear and stimulate the fibroblast. We can use it on the neck area. We can really use it anywhere um, that we're looking to improve tissue quality, improve health, stimulate those fibroblasts. Um, vascularity is another improvement we get, blood flow, right? So we yeah. usually after using this, there's a nice rosy glow to the skin. And that's because we've improved that blood flow as well. Absolutely. And, you know, that makes sense scientifically, you know, I think with, with shear, it's interesting what you brought up because, you know, we, when we talk about like, you know, in medicine, we're talking about like blood vessels, we talk about shear forces, you know, with the physics of that. And I think, you know, it, it's important to understand like that basically, I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're creating a very like low level of stress in the tissue, right? And it, it causes the stimulation of the cells that are already there. That's, that's right. Wow. That's, I love that. I really love that. I love that it's, you're explaining the science because I know there's a lot of myths and a lot of, you know, I think misunderstanding around tools, right? Rochelle, like there's uh, people, there's people that say, well, it works wonderful um, for me, you know, in terms of whatever claims they have and other people that are like, well, I just don't believe in it. So do you have some advice for, for people and the, and the, the way they should be looking at skincare tools, you know, yeah. when they use it in their regimen? 
It's such a great question because there's so much misunderstanding around tools. And, you know, I know there's a very, very significant discussion going on right now about Gua Sha. And, yeah. you know, lots of controversy there. And, you know, one of the things that actually kind of bugs me is what if people call our tool a Gua Sha tool. And, mm-hmm. you know, Gua Sha is a practice. It's a, an 18, ancient Chinese medicinal practice. And yeah. it literally means scrape red. Now, if you think about scrape red on the face, that's not something we want to do. Gua Sha right. was intended, there's a real, real purpose for Gua Sha in, in the old days, if you will, it was usually performed using a soup spoon and you would dig deep, scrape the tissue in yeah. order to um, actually burst the, the blood vessels, if you will, to then okay. trigger a healing process. Now that, that methodology is very much in use today and it definitely you know, provides benefits to people. I'm yeah. just not sure that we wanna do that on our face. And so to call our pause fascia stimulating tool, a gua sha tool is not correct. We don't use the methodology of gua sha. We teach a methodology called the pause method. And the pause method is a very gentle strokes, again, with this pressure level of one to two. We have a quick stroke, which is more for toning tissue. It's a very fast up and down, and then you turn the tool 90 degrees side to side, and that's for toning. Whereas the slow methodical up and down is really for improving vascularity, stimulating fibroblasts, all of those things that that we talked about. So I think it's important to understand what do you want to accomplish with the tool? Um, How do you want to use it? What I love about ours is ours is also a, a medical grade stainless steel. So it's an FDA registered class one medical device. We kind of went that extra step to get it registered with the FDA. We thought that that was so important to do. Yeah, Uh, I love that. I love that you did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the stainless steel is so great for right now where we're really worried about, um, you know, any sort of bacteria or how do we keep something clean? And exactly. You know, yeah, absolutely. This could be clean with powder. alcohol. You can clean it with soap and water. It's, it's non-porous in any way. So unlike maybe a stone tool, which can hold on to that bacteria. No, I have a question, um, you know, kind of stemming off of that is how was it going through the FDA approval process for a tool? Like, was that very difficult to... <laughs> <laughs> it's a process. That yeah, is, I bet. I mean, yeah. that's, can you it, tell it, us a little bit? It's really, I mean, especially for a startup company, um, it's pretty labor intensive. It's pretty exhaustive. I mean, we also went through the process of getting our patent too, which is not a simple process either. So, yeah. you know, the good thing was we we knew the resources that we needed to help us. Um, when we developed the tool itself, we had to follow some very, very strict guidelines that, um, you know, are put in place by the FDA. We have to make sure that we have processes and procedures to follow any sort of issue that might be raised by a customer yeah. uh, and be prepared to report those issues, you know, if needed to the FDA. They can audit us at any point in time. Right. Uh, so it is... Uh, 
it's it's serious. <laughs> so I mean, when you submit something for the FDA approval, you know, is that they're requiring clinical data, right? Um, so I mean, it varies. It varies depending on the class level. Yeah. We're okay. a class one, which is really the, the simplest classification. Yes, there was a lot of information that we had to provide about what is the science behind what we're doing, citing yeah. all of our, our research and studies and, and all of like that. Like writing a grant. <laughs> kind of, kind of. But it's yeah. not, you know, it's not a class three, for example, where you're implanting something in the body, which would be very, very different. Right. That's a whole different like route. Yeah. I mean, that that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing that because I've, you know, it's very rare to find, um, you know, that, that extra step of FDA approval. Now I know um, in the EU, like it's very strict in terms of skincare. So have you um, like, what are some things that, you know, that you've noticed in terms of transitioning your products? Like, you know, do you meet all the criteria for the EU and um, the U S markets and, you know, how has that been? Yeah, so thankfully, because I had a background in skincare and yeah. I came from the industry, I did, and, and I worked with global companies before. So I knew what those requirements were and how to kind of be smart about it. I knew from day one when I started the line that we were not just going to be a US brand. I, I like to think globally and I wanted to be able to share the products as globally as we could. Yeah. Um, and so we formulate according to the Japanese standards. And I say the Japanese standards because this gives us really the most geographic coverage for um, our products, our formulations, what's allowable, because you're right, there are so many differences. Right. And we're just short of China. <laughs> so. <laughs> China tends to have some, some unique requirements. I mean, as you probably know, one of which right now is animal testing. We are Leaping Bunny yeah. certified. We are a cruelty-free brand. We will never, ever do animal testing. So Love that. Love that. Yeah. yeah. So China is kind of off our, our radar right now. I mean, of course, there are ways we can get in through cross-border. And I, I really want to see them change their policies, though. And I think they're moving towards that, which is cool. Well, I love that you just said that, you know, I, I don't I don't want to just breeze over that because not many people will openly say, you know, I'm not going to compromise my ideals. You know, this is what I wanted. This you know, That's your vision. Cruelty yeah. free, you know, and, and you're not compromising. I really, really hats off to you for that. Seriously. Well, thank you. It's so important to me. We even say it on our website too, in our FAQs that, you know, for as long as China has this requirement in place, you won't find us there. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. kind of shooting myself in the foot for that, right? Because I'm, I'm limiting our, our business and expansion possibilities, but I feel so strongly about that. It's, it's one thing I will not compromise. Yeah. Um, and so, so by formulating for these Japanese standards, we, um, we are okay in the UK, in the EU. So one of the things that we've done is we're registered because we are sold now through Cult Beauty, yeah. uh, which is based in the UK. So we had to go through that registration process. You know, even though it's a .com and we don't have physical stores there, we still had to be registered. Wait, is there a difference, Rochelle, for .com versus stores? I mean, like well, if you could tell me. So a lot of times we think of the fact, you know, where is your physical warehouse presence yeah. and yeah. That's your registration. So if I'm just selling products, let's say I was shipping directly to China myself. Yeah. 
Um, theoretically, you know, my products have met the U.S. standard. I could ship them to China, you know, to an individual. They right. could receive them, and I'm not registered in China, nor have I um, done animal testing in China. That's kind mm -hmm. of a, you know, maybe it's, it's a gray example, and it is not really something we want to do. But yeah, yeah, Cult Beauty, their warehouse is in the U.K. So we have to fall under the UK requirements for them to then distribute products all over the world. Right, um, that makes sense. To wherever they ship to. So that's where the registration requirement is, is set to. Because of Brexit, <laughs> we yeah. made sure that we were registered in both the UK and the EU just to be safe and be covered because it is separate registrations. Wow. Well, that's smart of you <laughs> to uh, do that. I mean, I mean, all of the things that you have to know as a small brand, and especially, you know, when you start talking about startup brands that maybe aren't familiar with the industry, all of these little nuances yeah. are just crazy and can be so costly. Too. Gosh, I know. And it seems like, you know, just like hearing you explain this, I'm like, it, it, it's like a nightmare. Like, I wouldn't even know where to begin, <laughs> you know? So yeah. like, thank you for sharing. Cause I know there's so many entrepreneurs out there and we, and I'm sure this knowledge is, you know, it's very hard to find. So I'd love to share it. And I'm, I'm happy to help, especially if we can help, help somebody shave some time in their, in their whole process and, and pain and trying to find the right solutions. I mean, when yeah. you um, are registered in the UK, you have to be able to appoint your registered responsible party who is physically located in country to answer any questions about your products. Wow. Now, if you're a small little company based in the US somewhere, you probably don't have people sitting, you know, right. in London. <laughs> like a distant aunt in London, right? Randomly. Yeah. That's, that's right. exactly right. So that's you know, so interesting. Yeah. 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 Finding out about all those resources. I mean, thankfully in our industry, there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of great organizations that that help people, you know, startups yeah. and, and founders. So that's helpful. But it's a lot to know. No, I mean, it really is. And I, you know, really, truly hats off to you for doing this so gracefully and beautifully. You're, I mean, you're, you're truly a powerhouse businesswoman. And I, I love seeing that, <laughs> uh, you know, and no, seriously, I mean that, you know, it, it's, it's hard to find women that are so like, you know, just not only driven, but like, just, you've really thought out your line and you've thought about all these details and that's just very inspiring. So um, thank you for telling me everything. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I, I definitely appreciate it. We've tried, we've tried to think of a lot of things. I'm positive. There are things we haven't thought of and we learn something new every single day. That much I could tell you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that. That's a great attitude to have. And I actually want to ask you what's next for the brand. I mean, are you coming out with a new launch anytime soon or just, you know, anything new coming up? Yeah. So there are definitely new products coming out. Okay. Um, not Yay! quite at a stage where I can speak about them yet, but there are some really, really fantastic things coming. Um, some are just completely new product developments. Others are kind of an extension of something where we've got a product already, but we've gotten requests for, I need a bigger size or I need a smaller size. And so yeah. we're trying to address that too. Um, so definitely new launches. And the thing about us is we're not putting products out just for the sake of, oh my God, we need newness. We have to expand our line. It's a lot right. of people that are like that. And I understand that, right? They're, 
you get into a cycle of having to anniversary your sales and, and there's all kinds of things that happen. Yeah. Us, yeah. The way that we approach our product development is really what are the pain points that women are experiencing related to menopause and can we help solve them? You know, and, I actually wanted to, I wanted to tell you this and I'm not, I don't want to interrupt you, but I really want all the listeners to hear this. So I'm not going through menopause, you know, I'm not, not at that age yet, but I do have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And a lot of times I go through like, I mean, I guess they're hot flashes in a way, you know, not mm-hmm. probably nothing close to that, but your spray has been saving my life. I'm serious. Like I, I've been spraying it on the back of my neck and my wrist, like, you know, like the pulse points, like you, you mentioned earlier. And it's just, I mean, it's instantly like not even just cooling. It's like, I have anxiety as well. So it helps me just calm myself down, you know, even in that self-care aspect. So I just wanted to mention that for everyone listening is that, you know, I realize that your line is this, it's this beautiful concept around, you know, the changes in menopause. But I think as women, we almost experience that at random points in our life, you know, bit a little bit at a time. And, you know, it's, it's a line I think that fits for all women of all ages. So I, I love, I so love that you said all that. I'm really happy that you're getting some relief from the products and, and it's yeah. just a very little bit, right. That you need to yeah. get you cold. <laughs> exactly. It's one spray, one spray. And I, you know, once around the back of my neck and then I do, you know, my, my wrists are where I, I use it and I just, immediately feel the calmness and the coolness and I'm one of those people that loves it when you know like when you're sleeping at night and you want to cool down so I like automatically love that anyways so it's like a nice little treat during my day you know so that's so good but you're right I mean you know I I formulated the line for women um, going through this life stage to have a place to go that really was for them the reality though is because our products don't have any hormones whatsoever they could be used by anybody. And so anybody who's really looking to boost collagen production, to improve elasticity, to deal with maybe some excessive dryness out there, even we've got a detox serum that was made for menopausal acne, but I'm finding a lot of of women that I know tell me they're, they're actually purchasing it for their teenage sons and the results that they're seeing on acne is really tremendous. Of course, I've said to all of them, have you taken before and after pictures for me? And nobody has, but (laughs) yeah, you know what? I'll make my brother try it because he's actually 25 and still struggles with adult acne. Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah. Yeah. And, And I'll send you before and afters because, you know, one thing I've noticed is that with with young men it's very hard first of all because I had it it was impossible for me to get him skincare first of all and then he's one of those people that's like well I just want to use stuff that's going to work so I'm yeah I'm interested to see how he responds you know yeah I would be too so you got to let me know (laughs) absolutely well you know Rochelle this has been such an honor and I'm I want to thank you so much for your valuable time um this means the world to us that you made the time to come onto the show and explain everything to us so thank you so much Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Everyone listening out there, if you guys have not already checked out Poswell Aging, please go check out the brand. I will definitely tag them in our cover art post and leave some comments for Rochelle's team. And I will definitely pass them along. Um, Leave us some comments and ratings on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you find us. And I will be back next time with another guest. 
Hi guys, this is Ekta again. I just wanted to pop in and say I hope you really enjoy this episode and also just to mention that we are so excited about our new sponsorship package and um, we've been getting an immense response from it. So thank you so much to everybody who's responded. And also, if you know anybody or if you're a brand that is looking to sponsor us, please shoot us an email at skincareanarchy@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the episode and I will be back next time.